Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. On mail-in ballots in Maryland, I'm Kate Ryan. The earliest of Virginia's early voters. That's kind of an annual tradition for me. I'm Nick Einelli. Also on WTLP this Saturday morning. Gunfire causing a lockdown turned out not to be from a high-powered rifle in an elevated position. I'm Christy King. Good morning. Welcome in 2 o'clock on WTLP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. Residents of Nova Scotia on Canada's eastern coast have been making last-minute preparations before a powerful storm may Makes its expected landfall in hours. Better to be safe than sorry. Forecasters say the storm could be one of the most powerful to ever hit Canada. Another powerful storm is headed for Florida. CBS News meteorologist David Parkinson. The key thing to know is because the water is so warm, we are expecting landfall as a major hurricane. That means a Category 3 or above, and it looks like the landfall will likely take place on Wednesday. Depending on the track, the further north slash west the storm goes, the later it will make landfall. It's just a geographic situation there. A judge in Arizona says the state can now enforce a near total ban on abortions that's been blocked for nearly 50 years while Roe v. Wade was in effect. KPHO-TV's Amy Cutler reports from Phoenix. This is a ruling by a Pima County judge, Kelly Johnson, and in it she determined that a law that dates back to 1864 can take effect. It bans abortions with the limited exception for, the life, for when the life of the mother is at risk. It mandates two to five years in prison for abortion providers if they perform these medical procedures, which several in our state had been up until now. Airfares are soaring, says KCBS-TV's Tina Ezzedine at LAX. Holiday prices expected to be the highest in nearly five years. That's according to the online travel agency Hopper. For Thanksgiving, the average round-trip airfare is approximately $350. That's up 22% compared to 2019 pre-pandemic prices. For Christmas, prices average $463 round-trip, a price jump of 31%. A man charged with killing six people and injuring dozens of others in Wisconsin last year wants to represent himself, says CBS's Jennifer Kuyper. Daryl Brooks Jr. is accused of driving an SUV through a Christmas parade in Waukesha, Wisconsin. With his trial schedule to begin in a little more than a week, Brooks now says he wants to represent himself. His public defender has filed a motion requesting that he and an assistant public defender be taken off the case. A hearing on that motion is scheduled for Tuesday. Jennifer Kuyper, CBS News. The St. Louis Cardinals slugger Albert Pujols hit his 700th home, home run on Friday night. He's just the fourth player to do so in Major League history. He hit home run number 699 in the third inning of the game against the L.A. Dodgers. Then the 42-year-old hit number 700 in the fourth. He plans to retire at the end of the season, possibly foregoing his chance to surpass Babe Ruth. This is CBS News. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. When you're buying a new home, Cap Center has everything you need with a collaborative mortgage and realty team all under one roof. 
As an IT manager, communication is important to me. Cap Center was up front and gave me the savings and responsive service I expect. I will certainly work with them again. Put Cap Center's team of local experts to work for you. Save time and money with zero closing costs. Cap Center. Believe it. Equal housing lender. Restrictions apply. Visit capcenter.com for details. NMLS ID number 67717. NMLSconsumeraccess.org. WTOP at 203. Saturday morning. We've made it to the weekend, everybody. It is September 24th, 2022. Clear to partly cloudy, colder this overnight early morning. Less windy, though. Lows in the 40s and 50s before we're done. 55 right now. Hi, Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you as we head into this Saturday together. Campaign 2022 on WTOP is where we begin the 2 a.m. ride this morning. A ruling this week from a Maryland judge that changes when some ballots are counted for the midterm. A judge in Montgomery County has approved a request from the Maryland Board of Elections that will allow mail-in ballots be counted as they come in instead of after election day. The board made the request anticipating 1 million to 1.3 million mail-in ballots in the November election. Judge James Bonifant said mandatory deadlines will be missed if he didn't take this action. The ruling only applies to this upcoming election, and even though the mail-in ballots can be counted early, the results of those ballots will not be publicized until Election Day. Counting can begin on October 1st. In Rockville, Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Meantime, supporters of the decision have been celebrating. Maryland State Senator Cheryl Kagan spoke outside the courthouse where a judge ruled that elections officials could start counting mail-in ballots before Election Day. Kagan, who pushed a bill in Annapolis to do just that, on why the decision is so important. We are looking at well over a million mail-in ballots anticipated for the November general election. Governor Larry Hogan, who vetoed the bill Kagan sponsored over security concerns, issued a statement saying he welcomed the judge's decision. Without the judge's action, elections officials would have had to wait until two days after November 8th to start counting the mail-in ballots. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Now, there has been no immediate reaction from the campaign for Dan Cox, the Maryland state delegate who filed a motion to block the early mail-in vote count. Cox is running, of course, for governor against Democrat Wes Moore. Stay tuned. Now, across the river to Virginia, we had this morning. Voters started casting ballots now there for the November midterm. I just got up a little extra early and decided that I want to come down here. Here to the Fairfax County Government Center. Frank Anderson was first in line for the start of early in-person voting. The Government Center is a big, wide-open space, and, you know, it's, it's just very accessible to come here and come on in and vote. Virginia voters get a long time to cast a ballot, with early voting starting 45 days before the election. Early voting won't start for another month still in D.C. and Maryland. It's something that I don't take for granted. I think that it's a right that if you have it, you should use it. In Fairfax County, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. WTOP at 206. Turning the page this Saturday morning for you here on WTOP. The lockdown impacting a portion of Bailey's Crossroads this week, late Friday morning, has since been lifted and initial reports of shots fired from a high rise turned out to be inaccurate. The shots were not fired from an elevated position and the gunfire that shattered glass outside Starbucks and hit two cars 
was not from a high-powered rifle. And while you still see a heavy police presence in the area, uh, it's just because our investigation continues. Lieutenant Daniel Spital of Fairfax County Police says of the two cars hit by gunfire here on Leesburg Pike at South 7th Street. We do have some active leads that we are following up on. We do not have a suspect at this time, um, but we are still combing through a lot of evidence, um, and we're asking for the public's help. In Bailey's Crossroads, Christy King, WTOP News. 207, an update on traffic and weather coming right up on WTOP. Stay with us. Hi, I'm Frank, owner of a plumbing company and an expert in fixing the leaks in your house. However, I was also finding leaks in my marketing plan. New jobs weren't flowing in, and our outreach to potential customers kept getting clogged. Finally, we had enough and called 2060 Digital. Their team of experts became an extension of our marketing team and developed a custom strategy to reach our customers where they lived. Instead of paying for TV ads that reach anyone, we're targeting our videos to people looking for plumbers within the driving range of our trucks. Instead of being on the second page of search results, we're ahead of the other guys and are the top result for people searching for plumbers in key neighborhoods. Instead of losing to the competition, we're flushing them down the drain. Now our office is overflowing with leads. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building campaigns that connect. Lane on WTOP. It's Saturday, September 24th, the weekend, everybody. It's here, 208 on WTOP. Good morning. Lower clogged drains. Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, Ian Crawford's with us this morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. Again, we're going to start in the district, Dino. They've expanded the uh, parameters on our closure on Canal Road. Each direction shut down. Uh, outbounders being diverted at Arizona Avenue, as we expected, and inbounders being diverted coming off of the Clara Martin Parkway right at Chain Bridge. We'll be sent into Virginia to get around crash activity that's been on the board for about an hour and a half. No movement at the scene. I assume they're waiting for tow trucks. In the meantime, you're going to have to work your way around Canal Road. Both directions blocked between Chain Bridge and Arizona Avenue Northwest. The rest of the district is in good shape. Maryland, 50 westbound, the work zone after Sandy Point State Park, heading toward Baydale Drive. It's one to the right to get by as you make your way from the Bay Bridge toward Annapolis. Past that, everything is good. On the Virginia side, 66, lots of work ahead especially westbound coming out of the city. It begins just after exit 66 or Route 7. It does not let up until exit 47, and that is Sudley Road. And it's going to be a single file in various stretches of this 19 miles or 20 miles worth of roadway that you're going to have to negotiate. The ride is much better than it was, but it, again, is still a little bit of a nail-biter. If you've got another way to get around from the... Beltway heading toward Manassas. Do that instead. Eastbounders, your work is going to be after 28 Centerville. A right left lane getting by there. And then before and after Route 50, a right lane gets by the work. 66 Express Lane should be up and running and taking your tolls now. Haven't gotten, gotten any official updates on this one yet, but they were supposed to turn on the transponders at midnight and start charging for 
drivers to use the express lanes between 29 Centerville and 29 Gainesville. You will need an Easy Pass or an Easy Pass Flex to negotiate those lanes. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Try a Fitzway used car. Next to a new car, a Fitzway car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good car and a safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. I'm Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. 14 4 tracking your weekend. A very cold start. I'll say cold because it's going to be well below average. Uh, you'll need the jacket to step out the front door in the morning. Highs, though, in the afternoon, upper 60s to low 70s. Looking like a great Saturday afternoon. Sunday, good chance of showers, a couple of thunderstorms. Not a washout of a day. Not everybody gets wet, but just be prepared for it. Look for a high close to 80. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Right now, we're at 46 in Rockville, 54 Ashburn, 53 District Heights, 55 in Holding at our nation's capital. 2 a.m. hour, Saturday morning, September 24th. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. We've made it. This check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. The Political Week in Review next on WTLP. Good morning. It's 2-11. At Amentum, we're fiercely committed to making the world safer, smarter, and cleaner for all. We do this by accelerating solutions in intelligence analysis, environmental services, clean energy, health systems, C5ISR engineering, and unmanned autonomous systems. Amentum applies proven expertise in enabling technologies and people to accelerate response to the unexpected, prepare for the future, and surpass expectations. Discover more about our innovative solutions and connect with us at Amentum.com. This is WTOP News. He is not the president anymore, but he is still in the news a lot. This past week, former President Donald Trump was handed legal setbacks related to his businesses in New York, as well as the trove of classified documents recovered recently by the FBI from his home in Florida. And while Mr. Trump has offered a series of explanations in interviews lately... If you're the president of the United States, you can declassify just by saying um, it's declassified, even by thinking about it. His lawyers are not apparently willing, though, to argue the sort of statements he's made, like that one on Fox News Channel's Hannity this week. This morning, you're Michelle Sindor, moderator of Washington Week on PBS with the Political Week in Review. It's in some ways a whirlwind of a week for former President Trump. He had all sorts of legal challenges already, but heading into this week, he really got legal blows. Letitia James' lawsuit against former President Trump and his three eldest children, of course, that being the New, the New York Attorney General, really says that they were inflating real estate assets in order to defraud the state of New York. She's seeking that they be banned from doing business for a certain amount of years. Years. And then you have the DOJ winning in, on an appeals court saying that, in fact, they can access those classified documents that a lower court judge appointed by President Trump had said that they would be blocked from using. So this really has been a challenging week for former President Trump. And it doesn't seem like it's going to get any easier because the special master that he pushed to get appointed is saying he has till next Friday to prove and present evidence that the FBI, quote, that they planted evidence, which is a claim that former President Trump has been making. So you have the special master also saying what is is the evidence that you're going to have. Yamish, world leaders were blasting Russia at the U.N. General Assembly, chief among them President Biden. Uh, can you talk about how President Biden did and, and about this global standoff with Russia? President Biden and really world leaders have said over and over again that they're going to stand by Ukraine. And I think it's in some ways remarkable when you step back and think that everyone thought Ukraine, at least the experts that I talked to, thought Ukraine was going to really lose this war against Russia pretty quickly. And what you've seen is Ukraine not only stand up to Russia, but also in some cases win back villages and territory. And now you have Vladimir Putin dealing with protests in his own country and dealing with people that are not wanting to deal with the drafts that he's put out because he's 
wanting to mobilize something like 300,000 more troops to fight this war. Some experts saying that Vladimir Putin has boxed himself in. But President Biden is really wanting to get on the world stage. We saw him this week and say Russia is wrong for this, that they are continuously doing something that is illegal. And the White House stance is that Russia needs to really be dealt with here and that they don't want to get into a direct conflict with Russia, but that they also want to make it very clear that Russia has to pay consequences. Michelle Sindor, moderator of Washington Week on PBS. You're listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. It's Saturday morning. It's the weekend, everybody. September 24th, 2.15. Indeed, sports time. Mr. Frank Henrahan, once again, this early hour. There is a new member of the 700 Club in Homer's Albert Pujols. It's number 699 and 700 in the same game. Joins Barry Bonds, Hank Aaron, and Babe Ruth in the 700 Club. Nationals lacked offense yet again. They lose 5-2 at the Miami Marlins. Lane Thomas actually led off the game with a uh, solo homer, but then they didn't get anything until the 8th. Joey Manessis with an RBI double, but that was it offensively. Josiah Gray striking out three over six innings of work. He gave up four earned runs. Nats fall in their opener at the Marlins, 5-2. to two. Birds were winners, knocking off Houston, 6-zip Friday night at Oriole Park at Camden Yard, same two on Saturday. College football, Virginia dug a 16-zip hole, fought back but lose in the end. Late field goal by Syracuse, 22-20. Orange off to a 4-0 and start. Back to college football. Big day Saturday for Maryland football as they visit Michigan. 17-point underdogs are the Terps who are trying to go to 4 0 as well. Again, Albert Pujols, career homer number 700. Nats fall to the Marlins. I'm Frank Handran, WTOP Sports. Thanks, Frankie, as always. 216, Saturday morning, September 24th on WTOP. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. Among the top stories we're following for you this 2 a.m. hour Saturday morning on TOP, a Maryland judge has ruled this week that elections officials can start counting mail-in ballots as soon as October 1st. However, no results, we're told, will be revealed until polls officially close on election night. The governor is said to support this decision. An autopsy shows a black man from Colorado died after he was injected with too much sedative and restrained by police outside of Denver, 23-year-old's Eli, Elijah, that is, Elijah McClain, died back in 2019. Three police officers and two paramedics are facing charges in his death this morning. The original autopsy said the cause of death could not be determined. Florida is in a state of emergency as tropical depression is marching towards the Gulf this morning. A 1901 abortion ban law, once again, law in Arizona this morning. Stay with WTLP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. By the time now is 2.17. You know, a local chef is making a name for himself on social media, and he says he's just getting started. From southern favorites out of Mississippi to specialty dishes out of Seattle, Chef Boyd Brown III grew up in the kitchen. Those Saturday mornings, smelling the sausage cooking, the pots and pans rattling around. His drive to learn kicked in during college. 16 years and 200,000 TikTok followers later, his takes on traditional food favorites have been a hit. My recipe ebook that's dropping next week has one of my favorite dishes. It's a oxtail and gruyere sandwich. So what's next? Well, he hopes to eventually open a restaurant here in the DMV and is encouraging others to take a chance on themselves. You have to put in the work. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. It's Saturday, September 24th, the weekend, everybody. We've made it. Good morning. It's 2-18. 
Traffic and weather on the 8s. Good morning to Ian Crawford with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hello there, Dino. We're going to start in Virginia this time with a couple of new issues that have been added on I-395. We're going to go northbound. The crash activity or actually a disabled vehicle on the ramp for 236 westbound. Exit 3B, I believe it's marked Little River Turnpike. And that is crowding the right side of that ramp, but it is fairly passable. The other new issue is going to be southbound on 395. This will be near Washington Boulevard. And it's a crash act. It's a crash activity blocking a right, a left lane now, as you make your way southbound past the Pentagon and heading toward the Springfield Interchange on 95. It's work zones in a couple of spots northbound before and well after Falmouth with the right lane getting by after exit 133, and then before Marine Corps Base Quantico, right lane is blocked by the ongoing work. And then there's I-66 where you have set, uh, five different work zones, fairly lengthy, and you're going to be down to a single lane in each of them. This will go for about 19 miles from after Leesburg Pike to just before you get to Sudley Road before all your travel lanes are returned. Eastbounders after 28 Centerville, you're going to be down to a left lane to get by the work. The 66 Express Lanes, Virginia state authorities have just told us that they're supposed to be turning on those transponders today. They don't say when today, whether it was at midnight, noon, or somewhere in between or beyond. But if you're traveling the A66 Express Lanes, the new ones between 29 Gainesville and 29 in Centerville, make sure you have your Easy Pass or your Easy Pass Flex. Otherwise, you may be getting a love note from VDOT. On the Maryland side, the Work Zone 50 westbound coming off the Bay Bridge after Sandy Point State Park, heading toward Baydale Drive. It's a right lane to get by. And then the ongoing crash activity in the district, barely. It's on Canal Road Northwest. Right at Chain Bridge, and the lanes remain blocked in both directions. Outbounders being diverted at Arizona Avenue. Inbounders coming off the Clara Barton Parkway will be diverted at Chain Bridge Road. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. A cool start to the day for sure, and you'll need the jacket stepping out the front door, but you will not need them long. Plenty of sunshine, high temperatures getting back into the upper 60s to low 70s. Still below average, but not bad. Sunday, we'll go back above average, close to 80. A good chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms, but not a washout at all. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. We're at 53 degrees this morning in Upper Marlboro, 51 in Centerville, 55 in Holding in our nation's capital. This check, 2 a.m. hour, Saturday morning, 24th of September, 2022, brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300. NewlookHomeDesign.com. Check them out. WTOP at 220. Shifting gears, checking stuff for you to watch this weekend. That's next on WTOP. You listen to WTOP for the latest news, traffic, and weather in your car. But what about when you're not behind the wheel? Download the WTOP News app to listen wherever you are. Eating breakfast, out for a run, or at work. Plus, sign up for news alerts, create a personalized news feed, and register for rewards. 24-7, 365. Never miss a moment with the WTOP app. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org, insured by NCUA. If you've been driving ordinary because you think you can't afford luxury, think again. The luxury vehicle you deserve is waiting for you at Select Auto Imports, a five-star dealer that's been matching D.C. area customers with like-new BMWs, Mercedes, Maseratis, and more for over 30 years. Drive your dream car with no payment for three months. And right now, all premium vehicles up to 33% off of MSRP. Select Auto Imports in Alexandria, Virginia, and at selectautoimports.com. Drive luxury for less and find out what drives you. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. 
grab the old popcorn. You know, we're going to the movies. New this weekend, a young couple played by Harry Styles and Florence Pugh move into the perfect 1950s American neighborhood in Don't Worry Darling, but something feels very wrong. Dr. Collins prescribed you a suite of medications which you were clearly not taking. The question is why? He's lying to us. He's lying to all of us. This morning, film critic Christian Toto starts off with a quick summary of the off-screen drama right now associated with this big-screen flick. Shia LaBeouf was going to be the play of the character who Harry Styles ended up portraying, and so that casting snafu got a lot of attention. Then the director of the film, Olivia Wilde, was having some issues with her love life. She was married to Jason Sudeikis, and she ended up having a relationship with someone else. There's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes, and I think it does the film a disservice in a way because you really want to focus on what's on the screen. Is it good? And Olivia Wilde directed Booksmart from a couple of years ago. Very sharp, very clever, very interesting. And I was very curious to see what she would do next. And I still think there is that potential in her as a director. But I think this film shows there are some limitations to her approach. It's a story of a couple in 1950s America. They're a picture-perfect couple. Their neighborhood is picture-perfect. Their life is just picture-perfect. Everything is exactly what you'd want it to be. But she's uneasy with what's going on in her life and her marriage and where her husband works at this very advanced company that we don't know much about. Chris Pine is one of the co-stars here. He's playing the leader of that company and he's almost like a mythological figure. He's like a Tony Robbins type. He's not just a boss but a soothsayer in a way. So all these fascinating elements are coming together but there are very strong waves of messaging that are happening here and I don't even want to tease what they are but a more subtle approach, a more sophisticated approach it would have really enriched the story but as it is it's just too heavy-handed I think you should push aside the gossip focus on the movie because even though it's very flawed there are some intriguing elements here I wanted to move a little bit to a discussion of the next James Bond because Daniel Craig of course is no longer doing those films what do we know right now it sounds like it's pretty early on they seem to indicate there's no real immediate search for the next James Bond actor but the people behind the scenes the family that controls the Bond legacy says they're looking for an actor who's going to be committing at least a decade to this franchise, which will be obviously multiple films, but they also are working hard on finding the villain for the next film, which is an interesting choice. You know, you think, let's find the next James Bond, but no, we want to find a villain, a villain character that we can build upon, and then we're going to kind of look towards the best person to play James Bond. And they're also talking about an evolving James Bond, someone who's going to be challenging the status quo to a certain degree. He'll still have those essential core elements that make him James Bond, but you have to change with the times to a certain degree. It's tough to watch this weekend. Kristen Toto of HollywoodandToto.com on Skype with our Dimitri Sotis. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Get the top news of the day straight to your inbox. Sign up for WTOP's breaking news email alerts. Go to WTOP.com slash alerts. It's 225 Money News at 25 and 55 on WTOP. Looking at the numbers from a very turbulent day on Wall Street, the Dow was down 46 and for the week dropped 4%. The S&P 500 was off 64 and for the week. The S&P 500 was down 4.6%. That's the lowest point since June 17th. And the Nasdaq fell 198. And looking ahead to next week on Tuesday, we'll get the numbers for durable goods as well as new home sales. Steve Dresner, WTOP News. Latest on religion in the news. Coming right up on WTOP. You're with WTOP, Dean Lane. 
Virginia is for eaters and drinkers, all kinds of eaters and drinkers, for oyster shuckers and slurpers, winery samplers or all-day wine drinkers, brewery hoppers and distillery sippers, for those who order grits and those who order cheese grits. We all know what the right way to order is. For barbecue triers who turn into finger lickers and meat off the bone suckers. All right, all this talk of food is making me hungry. I gotta go get some mac and cheese. Like I was saying, Virginia is for all sorts of food lovers. So come love it for yourself. Furnished by the Virginia Tourism Corporation. WTOP News Time, 2.26. An update on traffic and weather just around the corner. This morning, rolling the dice on your faith. Christianity's falling numbers. I'm Fred Bottomer with Report on Religion. A new study suggests America's Christian majority could fade in coming. Celebrate this holiday season by sending money to your loved ones with Western Union. As a new customer, you can enjoy a $0 transfer fee when you send money online. For fast and reliable money transfers, use Western Union. Visit westernunion.com or download our app today to get started and your first transfer fee is on us. Services offered by Western Union Financial Services, Inc., NMLS 906983, or Western Union International Services, LLC, NMLS 906985, FX Gain Supply.